Welcome to Mayor Finish, the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless, episode 18. This is Mike and Paul. Travis is on the road. He is, where's he going? He's Pittsburgh and Ohio. Where all, where all's, do you know where he's going? Travis? Yeah, all over. Sp- uh, spreading the yeah, GLS love. Spread the GLS love. Yeah, generally it's, um, I know he's going to Pittsburgh and, and mm-hmm. Ohio. So generally that covers that loop. Uh, on this episode, we had Trent Dexter. Uh, and his mom, Sunshine, stopped by. Yes, that's her real name. Uh, and uh, Trent is kind of a, he won the Cherry Idol. Uh, he uh, sings in uh, Traverse City West, uh, The Westmen. And uh, he also does, he's performed uh, in the area, does um, Elvis. That's like his favorite. He really kills it. He performed at our church's pig roast and was just phenomenal and, and blew everybody away and uh after uh the episode we're going to tack on a recording of his so you guys can hear him um i didn't want to ask him to sing that was nice for you i was really hoping i'm like yeah. uh, the whole time i'm sitting there i'm like all right i hope paul's not planning to ask him no, to sing. I, he actually said he would before but i you know, i just didn't want to i didn't yeah, want to embarrass no, him i think know? that's uh i did want to hear him sing but i heard about Terry. i don't think it'd be great if we no, get a recording of them. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. I didn't want to put them on the spot or anything like that. Um, we did get an email from Kevin Adams, who actually used to work here, and he lives in Alaska now. In the episode with Mitchell, we had talked about a paintball park, uh, and he's and we didn't know where it was, but he said, uh, he wrote here, the paintball park is on North One Road. It's off of M15, halfway between Music and Copemish. So uh, I think I know where that is. So if you're looking for a paintball park, there you go. All right. And uh, we've got uh, Rick Rizone, uh coming up on the next one. And uh, Derek has asked to uh, come back. That's been like a super, super popular episode. <laughs> yeah, right? he's, he's already got over like like twice as many plays as the episode before and the episode is after. Really? So, yeah. it's so He's coming back. Uh, be the first one in December probably. Uh, we are still uh, busy. Uh, we're still taking on a bunch of work. I guess, Mike, you know more about what's coming up with that than I do. Yeah, no, backlog's strong, pipeline's good. Good. Looking for, uh, our biggest need right now is a CDL driver. Yeah. Uh, part-time or even, I think, full-time, we uh, bring them on full-time because we've got a lot of deliveries and driving, so. Yep, so if you or anybody you know uh, has those credentials, please come in, go on the website, click on the Careers tab. That's where you'll see all current open positions, and while you're there, click on the News tab, and you'll see all the podcasts, check them out, Facebook and Instagram. Uh uh, rate, review, and subscribe, really important to bump uh, the name up into all those search engines. So please definitely go do that. Uh, you got any anything else? No. may have a special guest on the podcast coming up, TBD. Oh. Right? You got one in mind? Not going to tell anybody? No, you told me about it this oh, morning. I did? I did. That's right. <laughs> yes. It's your special it's guest. It's my special guest. <laughs> yes. So working on, yeah. <laughs> working on that. And that more to come later. I thought you were joking for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, I like, he's already forgotten. <laughs> Need more coffee, man. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's true. So we're working on that, and we'll we'll let you know uh, when that happens. That's all we got. So here is episode 18 with Trent Dexter. Hey everyone, Paul here. A quick note on the music on this episode: the audio is pulled from Facebook videos that I got from Trent's performances. So there's going to be not the best quality background noise, and they're kind of a couple of them are cut off. So just so you're aware, but I still think they showcase Trent's voice uh, and enjoy.
to some random house and um because we're waiting for what my brother and my dad to come back and i was like yeah i'll go sing for one house i guess so go up to and there's this like my other teenager i guess and um he's like oh who are you supposed to be and i'm like my name's Elvis Presley. nice to meet you right. and um and i was like i can sing for you if you want and he's like all right um i was like what do you want me to sing and he's like uh blue suede shoes Okay. So I, I sang a bit of blue suede shoes, and, um, and he's like, yeah, that's really good. So he just, well, I just took a whole handful and just into <laughs> <laughs> it. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Does, it, does that happen quite often where you, like, just impromptu someone will ask you when they find out what um, you do? Or? I mean, not that often. I mean, at school more, I guess. Okay. It'll happen. Right in school, like during school, someone will just come up and be like, hey. Um, I, I had a few kids in class, like, ask me, and I was like, hey, well, I can't do it in class, so I'll do yeah. it after. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, right. Just break out in the middle of class, like, okay. Oh, yeah. That's um, not my yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm to run some history here. Thanks. Hey. So when did you start uh, getting into, or when did you start realizing that you had that kind of talent that you really... When, like, like I um. I started going out and singing more, and people kind of more and said, hey, you're kind of good, you should go do stuff. And I was like, well, I guess maybe I do have some talent, and I guess I'll, I'll, go, uh, <laughs> I'll go try to do some things sure. with it. Now, when he was growing up, um, at what point, was there like a certain like aha moment where you realized, man, this, this kid has, has talent? Um, you know, when he sang for the festival, the Posen Potato Festival, and he sang the National Anthem, and he just went up there, and there, he had no music, nothing, and he just belted out the National Anthem, and people afterwards were just shocked mm -hmm. at how old he was when he was, they thought it was a grown adult, when sure. he sang, because his voice is so low, sure. and they just, they just couldn't believe that he was 15, you know, and I'm like, everybody kept on saying how good he was, and he kind of sounds like Elvis Presley a sure. little bit, a little Johnny Cash in him. Sure. And um, from that moment, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I should start doing things with it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that yeah. was... Man, the National Anthem, that's tough, too. The range yes. on that thing is so, so incredible. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. And you, you yeah. said, what's the key to that um, song? I forgot the like, key, because you can start in, like, different parts for, mm -hmm. if, like, voice. I think for bass, you want to get, like, a good start on it. Like, you want to hit that right note. Otherwise, you you'd either go too high... And mess up or too low. I okay. like later parts. Okay, so that's the key is to start at the right, yeah, the right point, so you're not going to strain yourself later. Yeah, like my director at um, our school told us that, and he's like, "Yeah, you'd always want to start at a good spot, so you're not mm -hmm. messing up later." Okay, I take a I take a really uncommon amount of joy and like when people sing happy birthday and they start it too low and it just ends yeah. happy birthday <laughs> to and to everybody like well it just it goes so bad uh, I enjoy that more than I, more than I should I think 
So you were, when you did the festival, you were 15. Is that, is that right? Was, actually, I think it was 14. Or you was just 14? was about to turn 15. It was, it was in September. It was September, yeah. my and freshman year. Now you are 16? Yes. Okay. So how long have you, I know you're in, uh, what's the name of the group at TC West again? Um, it's Westman. Westman, that's right. I saw, did you see that video on Facebook of them singing the national anthem? No. Uh, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talented people in that group. Sure. So yeah. what did you just go? They just went. What did you just yeah. do? The we just went down to MSU. Oh. For, um, it was like a kind of like a feedback thing. And we sang for um, this guy. He was from like Utah or something. Um, and they came, they come up to, on the stage and they give us feedback. And um, they worked with us a little bit and... Then we had came back here to uh, Tribe City, and then we're working for um, we're later in the year. I think January we're gonna head down to um, Grand Rapids, and we're performing six pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And so far, we got three of them down, but I think we'll get the next three definitely by January. Nice. So, out of how many schools, though? Tell them how. Um, many, I think I think it's six, like six or seven, um, but three of them for West. Oh, out of the whole state. Oh, wow. State. Holy cow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah we definitely yeah, got a lot of I, talent up here. Because I, I was in music, not in choral music, but in uh, instrumental music in high school up here in Traverse City when it was one at Central. And I mean, I remember thinking we were pretty good, but, you know, time goes on and mm. you forget. But then, like, I think it was three years ago or maybe four for the annual celebration that the chamber has at the resort. They had all the... So this would have been before your time, but they had a, a bunch of different, you know, the... Um, West and Central and St. Francis had all their high school choral programs come in. And I was like, holy crap, maybe we were that good because they were amazing, mm-hmm. so good. I mean, so mm-hmm. talented, such such good performance and and yeah. everything. It's really impressive. I mean, really impressive. It was yeah. really, I think, really good. I think my single biggest regret is that when I was in elementary school, everybody had to try out for a choir or a chorus and you know at the elementary school level it's not that much but it's it's an intro and I, I think it's important and my buddy and I both got picked and we're both like no nah, we don't want to do that that's you know and that's one of my biggest regrets is not continuing with that mm-hmm. so, yeah I've heard you sing around the office it's one of my biggest regrets no it's not quiet you know you're actually making noise yeah okay i'll I'll keep that in mind i I won't call it singing but you're making noise along with the song (laughs) Uh, so how long have you been a part of the westman then since my freshman year so like about a year now okay and you're a sophomore now yes okay and uh so he sung at the the festival you said posing Mm mm-hmm and are there, have there been any other like public performances that you've done? Um, I think yeah, a few other ones we had. Uh, was the Cherry Fest one? Um, yeah, that was really good. I was there. I heard that. That was uh, well, very you're, impressive. Your so. daughter competed in one of the. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yep. Yeah, that's that's why I was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She she Smaller. loves it. I got to give her credit. She just gets up there and. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I can't do that. It. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know. And she, to have know. that stage presence in front of all of those people, you just you can't learn that, you know? No. You, you got it or you don't. And some of those kids up there, they were just, oh, yeah. you could just tell they had it, you know? Yeah. And it's funny because when he went up there, it was just like he did the, I could probably do the Elvis Presley, Can't fall, Help Falling in Love. And it, it was like, you know, it was good. So then he got through the second round, and he just was, like, doing the Elvis moves and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, but everybody uh, would just watch it. Yeah, more you know, of a, it's pretty cool. upbeat song, that second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do, you, so do you feel like when you get up in front of a crowd, is that something that just comes naturally to you, that you feel like, okay, I'm up here? Is it just, like, a performance that comes out of you? Um, I, I feel like I definitely worked on it over time because okay. before I was kind of, like, more afraid to go in front of people. Right. And then I guess over time I learned to uh, just kind of be natural, I guess, up there. Okay. So initially what, I mean, I guess I, I, I guess all of us understand stage fright, but what was it for you at first that kind of made you nervous? What kind of like made me nervous? Yeah, like what um, made you nervous? I mean, I wonder if, if it's kind of different for everybody, but what specifically made you nervous about, about being in front of a crowd? I guess, like, at first I was like, oh, there's, like, a lot of people I don't know, and I okay. feel like a lot of them, you're going to, like, they're going to judge you, right? Ah, and right. you think you're not going to be good enough. Okay. Um, I think it's, like, 
played like the basic thing, I guess, for most people. Sure. And how did you get over that? Was there a trick you um, used? I kind of just kind of just thought of myself. I mean, you're just you. You're just there to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, just do it the best you can. And if people like it, they like it. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. Okay. So like a self-confidence. Yeah. So, nice. So how does it... How does it feel? I mean, you get up in front of a crowd. Is it you get like pumped up? Do you get that adrenaline rush? Mm-hmm. Like here we go. Yeah, definitely. I cool. get that. Um, I get up and feel all the nerves kind of go to my legs. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of get like those jelly legs a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I get so, it. Probably helps with the Elvis hip Yeah, it kind of helps exactly. with that. Yeah. Just like hey, sure. I wasn't trying the moves at all. I was just <laughs> super nervous. Yeah. My legs were going. <laughs> it turned out that way. What's the largest crowd you've performed in front of? Um, I don't really know. Would it be Pulitzer? It would probably be the festival. I'd say there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people there. Nice. Wait, tell them what you're doing on uh, Sunday. Um, I'm seeing the National Anthem again on the Veterans Day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, um, where's the group again? Uh, it's through the American Legion. Um, we had some um, regulars from us from the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And they know that he can sing, and I was telling them that he can, he's done the National Anthem. And they're like, oh, we need somebody to sing the National Anthem. So um, he's going to be singing for um, during the ceremony at the for the American Legion there, um, oh, right by the um, hospital right there. The hospital. Where's the American Legion by the hospital? It's I'm it's blind. the um, ceremony center. Uh, what do they call that? I know it's right by that uh, place last year where we went for the Christmas festivals and all mm-hmm. that. Up by that old state hospital in there. Okay. Yeah. In there. Oh, in the Commons there. Yeah. yeah. Trying to think what's the name of that. There's yeah, an actual name for that. Yeah, the big the event space they have there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the old. Um, I can't remember if it's the chapel, but it's really cool. Have you ever been in there? I haven't. It's amazing. Okay. They did an amazing job cool. redoing that. It's big old space. It's, um, I, it's, it's kind but of. But they like, do the laying of the reefs and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like where all the they have all the military flags from each branch there. Ah. And that's uh, usually where they do the memorials mm-hmm. for that. Did you grow up singing for family? Like you were a kid, kid, you know, like toddler and up and stuff. No, I, I have some that. videos of him <laughs> oh, 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 oh. singing, you know, and I was driving, yeah. <laughs> and Johnny Cash, "Ring of Fire" was one of my favorite songs. He yeah. reminds me of my grandfather. Yeah, and I would play that over and over and over, and, he, and I have some video of his raspy little voice mm. singing in the, you know, in his car seat. Okay. So, you know, that's you know. I don't remember that. Yeah, of course. You were like three or four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. But. Well, we talked about you um, singing at a, a wedding and like at Christmas holidays and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember the wedding. Um, I sang Can't Help Falling in Love there. Okay. And uh, I'm done for that <laughs> the next part. As you always, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just say what what kind of music? Do, I mean, is that the kind of music you like listening to most of the time, or um, are you more like you know? It's like the Beyonce and. and uh, um, Probably not really today's music. <laughs> um, I would say like the latest, probably up to like eighties music. Okay. Mm. Just some I listen to, but yeah, it's kind of music I listen to. Modern jazz, Presley, Rat Pack era. Yeah. And uh, you, um, you recently, well, since you've gotten the Westman, you've also gotten a vocal coach. Is that correct? Um, yes, I do. Have um, we're doing solo ensemble soon, which I think is also. In January, I have two songs picked for that. Okay, which ones? I think one's called Blow You Winds, and the other one's Rolling Down to Rio, and they're both sailing songs. Oh, okay. Is there a theme to the, or do you pick a um, theme for each? No, uh, there isn't really a theme. I just kind of <clears throat> like the songs compared to the other ones, so okay. I, I just picked those two. Okay. And how? Have you, what kind of difference have you noticed having a vocal coach? How do you feel that that's... Um, I can definitely tell there's an improvement um, because he mostly works with um, trying to get a higher range as well. So oh. I'm moving up. So I can definitely tell um, yeah, my range definitely has gotten better. And you mentioned your, your bass? Yeah, I am a bass baritone. Bass baritone. So I can do both parts, but I mostly do bass. Okay. Like from the outside, have you noticed an improvement? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, him hitting hitting higher notes, it was a big one with okay. him. He can he can hit those higher notes and, and hold them. You know, um, I'd say that's probably the biggest improvement. Um, just his confidence and just knowing that he, he's just, he's got it. You know, he can sing and it, just have that confidence and go in front of the people and, and yeah. uh, just nail it. And for me, the acapella is, yeah. is huge. 
with having a voice coach, I don't know. Well, that's good. Much better. Now, have you done any solo ensemble uh, events before? Um, I did one last year. Did you? Okay. Um, I did it for like feedback. I kind of forgot most of the stuff he said. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, That's I know how school goes. <laughs> I know the guy who was like telling me he's like I was doing like, I think it was like a lisp or something. I forgot what it was, but he's like you're doing you're kind of your singing style is like Elvis Presley too much, and I was like oh, it <laughs> <laughs> um, might be a little bit of a problem when singing that solo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, That's kind of my thing, you know. But yeah, because I remember doing it so long. Sounds man, that's actually I vaguely remember. I know I did them. Slowly coming back. Do you get ranked or um, do they do a rating system yeah, or something like that? That's a ranking system. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing this year. Okay, so last time you didn't necessarily, you weren't getting, when yeah, you said for I feedback, just, yeah, it was just, just a, for feedback. Okay, yeah. all right. You played bassoon? I played bassoon, yeah. Because right. I remember doing that. And do you, some of it's triggers, like, is it a one, two, or three type thing? I, or? Yeah, I think it's one, oh. two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Okay. And the ones are really good twos. Yeah, because I remember I, like, I got some ones, and that's what I remember. I do remember that now that, that you that? mentioned that. Man, it's been a while. Right? Yeah, because we had, the way our, in high school, you had um, wind ensemble and symphonic band. And the wind ensemble was like the ones and twos, and the symphonic was the threes and fours. Hmm. So yeah. Then, I we all had to try out. I was percussion. and um, I remember hmm. specifically the, the timpani. And we had no idea what was involved in the audition. We had the tryout. We had... Uh, a piece that we had to learn and that was it and I get in there and uh, the band director like zeroes out the timpani to the, with the middle pe- uh, middle pedal position and hits two notes with like a B flat and an F on the xylophone it's like alright match them and I'm like uh. so push push hit hit there you go and he's like bum bum perfect I'm like okay here we go and I got into oh, a yeah. ensemble I'm like I should not be here uh, that was a total uh, I couldn't do it again if I tried so how did you and, and the family encourage him as he was growing up um, I come from a big military family mm. so for me it was um, Veterans Day Memorial Day and when I f- found that he had a voice I would have him sing like the national anthem God Bless America the military anthems and he would sing that and I would record them and I would send them to my brothers overseas, you know, wherever. Oh, and nice. so they would hear him sing. And they really enjoyed that. Um, and then um, he sang for my brother-in-law's um, retirement um, at Andrews Air Force Base in, I think it was June. Oh, wow. And he sang the national anthem there in front of all of those colonels and oh, generals and all those people. Wow. And he nailed it. He did really well. Everybody was impressed with him. He did a really good job. Just Wallace. And when was that, you said? That was in June. Oh, just this year? Yeah. Okay. Is it in California? Uh, no, um, no Maryland. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he sang um, um, my uncle Mitchell's retirement party as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 50th birthday party, what I think it? it was. Yeah. It's a at his cabin. And uh, my uncle Jimmy, who was a um, military vet, is also where we served in Vietnam. Okay. And he sang, um, he sang the national anthem there, and then a few other um, "God Bless America" and other things. Then he yeah, started the, singing different songs with my um, cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a duet with him. A duet. Yeah. Oh, um, what, what song was that? It was "God Bless America." Oh, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you done any any other duets in school? Or? Um, no, no, not really yet. Um, I mean, I'm trying to get some of my friends to do a duet with me. Okay. Um, we just had to pick a right song, I guess. The what? We just got to pick a right song. Pick the oh, right song. pick the right song. Yeah, right. Got you. Is yeah. that, are duets part of the curriculum? Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, once in a while, in a song that we are learning, though, there will be like a solo mm. or like a duo or a trio. Okay. And you would pick like three students or one or two. Okay. Did you play any other instruments? Um, no, not really. Okay. You plan on it or just stick with voice? Um, I mean, I could try to learn guitar. Okay. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Elvis and Johnny Cash. You sure. guitar's hard, though, right? Is that what you're saying? Um, for me, at least, um, since I don't have any lessons, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think probably different instruments are just naturally, you know, easier, harder to pick up for different people. Yeah, one thing is... God bless YouTube, though, for learning, <laughs> for learning yeah. how to play guitar. I mean, yeah. seriously, as far as even just learning on your own or anything. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, my eight-year-old song, I 
I got in a big tower, and he got on. He did a whole twenty minute lesson. Oh wow! The other day, and just you know, you, it you was good. Like I don't, I can time. play guitar, but I don't know. How I, like as far as teaching, yeah. I don't know. You put your fingers here, and you hit the strings. Yeah. yeah. No, not there. Well, just the fact that <laughs> your eight year old did something for twenty minutes straight is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> kind of that's good. Uh, that's no, good. that was great. The other morning we got up, and I just played the songs. I know he kind of know him, and he sing along with me, and he's got sure. really. Like, I'm always amazed at with him. Like you're yeah. actually like. Uh, you're in tune, like, like he can hit the notes. You know, he's right on key for singing. For singing, oh wow. yeah, when he's no, singing along, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I grew up. I started piano lessons when I was six, and I think that piano is the perfect gateway instrument because it teaches you to read both clefs. It teaches you to use both hands at the same time, and that, you know, like when you go to trumpet, it's just treble or something like that, or violin or bassoon is bass, right? Oh, uh, bass and treble clef. It was so treble, too. Okay. Yeah, a lot of treble clef, because bassoon is one of the greatest um, octave ranges. I didn't know that. Of any instrument. Okay. Very, very huge, huge octave range, like I think four octaves or something like that. Oh, wow. Speaking of four octaves, I, Sue and I saw Bohemian Rhapsody over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I guess Freddie Mercury, that was his range. Oh, really? Four octaves. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a good movie. Anyway, if you if you get a chance, That's go watch it. It's a good yeah. one. I haven't seen that yet. No. Yeah, and it's like it's just came out. This opening yeah, weekend, on Friday. Last weekend. Yeah, yeah, and it uh, uh, yeah it hit like over seventy two million, I think. Opening yeah, and it's predicted to hit like forty, so it really mm-hmm. that of like there's a ton of biopics out there about bands and singers and stuff, but that one is full of music. Yeah, just, cool. And like the end, the end of it, they essentially totally recreate the Live Aid concert mm-hmm. in was it eighty five or something that they reunited That's for. Fun. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if you like Queen, or I mean, even if you don't, even if you're just a fan of, of music, it's a good, it's, it's definitely like the Johnny Clock the Line, isn't that the Johnny Cash movie? It's yeah, that was good, Reese too. And, yeah, that's pretty good. I, th- I think Reese Witherspoon sounded better than, than June Carter or Cash. <laughs> I just, I don't know, she's, I don't know, she can sing better than me, but I think she sounded better. And she ended up getting the Oscar for that, I think. Did she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah possibly. And I don't think Joaquin Phoenix did, though, so I was like. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like he worked just as hard, really. So obviously you're with the, the Westmen, and you've done a bunch of solo stuff, too. What are some challenges that you see of one over the other? Like, is advantages of solo, advantages of being in a group? I mean, advantages of being in a group is if, yeah, one is, major one is if you mess up, um, <laughs> you have so many people, it's uh, like it will drown it out. Oh, that's but, funny. I mean, that, was, that was Travis's thing, but it was. It was. Well, remember that when we yeah. talked about getting up on stage because he plays. I mean, he gigs a lot. He's played in bands, a lot of bands, yeah. a lot, a lot, lot of gigs. Guitar. He doesn't sing, but that was his deal. He's like, that's mm-hmm. why he doesn't want to get up and do like an open mic or solo night because he wants to be in a group. So if he screws up, he can, <laughs> he can blame it on the ba- he can blame it on the bass player. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That was like one major part, um, since it is a big group, but I mean, kind of don't want to mess up either, so I mean, it does make it sound a little better. True. If like everyone is like doing everything perfect, um, no one at disadvantage, obviously, of a solo is if you mess up, <laughs> it's it's kind of noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that being in a um, group has helped you with the solo part of it at all? Um, I mean, um, I don't really notice myself. I mean, I guess it probably did. Um, and also, like, hearing all the other voices and um, and how well they can do it and then trying to match with those voices or, like, compete with them. Yeah. It definitely will help you, I guess, um, as a soloist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's a part about music that I miss, that I don't get as, you know, playing in an orchestra or uh, uh, singing in a choir. There's really something special about, you know, making music with all those different parts together like you said when it's going when everybody's you know hitting it it's yeah. really something mm-hmm. it's really something the sound and the feeling of being part of that so yeah and when it all comes together uh-huh. for sure yeah I'm the choir director at our church and man when they hit it it's just that's a good that's a good feeling yeah so I'm like you know you don't get too much just playing guitar singing in your living room it's fun but, yeah it is yeah. but like I said it's time mm-hmm. you know when you find the time you got, well, you got four yeah. kids right so Good luck with yep. the time. Right, yeah. Oh, the closest I came was when I got called out for harmonizing with the guy playing guitar and singing in the bar. What? What was that? Up in, we were up, it was the spring in Petoskey, and Mandy, I were up there, and he was singing some sing-along song, you know, one of those piano man or something, I don't know. <laughs> one of those bar songs. Song, yeah. yeah, we are right, bar, bar song. song, or, bar song yeah. 
That's so why I sang, but I was harmonizing. Oh, cool. I, mean, I was a ways away. I couldn't believe he could hear me. He's yeah. like, <laughs> literally, it was really funny. He's like, somebody's harmonizing. Who is it? He's like, is it you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> Pretty sure I'm on key. He's just <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I heard a story about, what was his name in the Beach Boys? Uh, Brian Wilson. Oh. And I guess he was like the real, real, I mean, they're all musicians, but I guess he was like the top. And I heard a story about they were, um, one of their albums, they had like a, a, an orchestra, and he was up there conducting it, and he stopped it, and he pointed to the back, and he said, like, second trombone player in, take those keys out of your pocket. Because he heard it. Like, as the guy wow. was playing, he heard, like, the keys jingling in the pocket. It's like, it's messing me up. Take them out. Can you believe Easy. having that kind of wow. ear? Yeah. I mean, that's like... Keys in someone's pocket over every single yeah. instrument. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be like... I wonder if that's how, like, dogs feel all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just amazing to me that a person yeah. can just, you know, pick that out. Yeah, but once, once your ears get trained, though, man. Yeah. When uh, somebody isn't on, uh, when somebody's off key here, oh yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We you're just not, not there, pal. We got a piano for like a hundred bucks because our daughter wanted to, to learn. We got it in, and it hadn't been tuned in like ten years. And we called the guy in, and, and he said, "Well, I can do a, like a standard tune, or I can do a real nice tune." And it's like, "Well, how much is it going to be?" And it was like 130 bucks. Like, let's do a standard. <laughs> And uh, so it was tuned, and I got home from work, and uh, I went to play it, and it's just like, oh, yeah, it's tuned, I guess, but I really don't want to touch it until it comes back and mm-hmm. tunes it again, because, yeah, you're right. Once you hear the, this is a little off. Like, I remember at church once, the kids were running around, and one of them must have tweaked one of the pegs. So I get up to play, and I hit the first chord, and I'm like, stop, everybody quiet, I have to tune this. But I couldn't continue. <laughs> just, uh, just received a message from the Lord. Yeah, uh-uh. can't keep going. <laughs> so, as a freshman, though, you were the only one in a freshman in Westman that had not been in choir before. Is that right? Um, I'm pretty sure I was like the. I think I think there was probably like no. There's one guy. Okay. Um, he was a senior that year. Yeah, but I was probably the only freshman that hasn't had any prior experience into. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you weren't in any choral choral groups or anything before, no. prior to high school. Ah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. No vocal coach or anything before that? No, no, no. no he, well, he played the trumpet, and um, that summer, that's when we realized, you know, he had a voice. Mm. And we're like, why don't you try this? So at the last minute, he already was going to play the trumpet and be a man, but we switched it. We're like, no, True. you're going to sing. And yeah, play your so, strengths. Yeah, and... Um, they suggested voice lessons and all of this, and um, so we called up this guy that the teacher said, hey, call, call him up, and so he's like, I don't have time for him. Yeah. And so he said, no, you need, to, you need to hear this kid. Yeah. So he went in and listened to him for, I don't know, what, during class or something, was yeah, it? Yeah, it, um, it was, like I think it was a Monday, like usual, and... Um, He's, he pulled, they pulled me out of class, and he listened to me f- sing a few songs. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, awesome. I'll help him. You know, That's so yeah, that was ahead. cool. Yeah. So was there a, an audition or tryout process for the Westman? Um, yeah, there's an audition they do at the beginning of the school year okay. um, in Varsity Men. Um, I'm pretty sure they do a pub and corral as well. As I remember, you read this little sheet of um, solfeging it. And uh, and then you sing it with somebody. Pretty sure that's how it went last year. And you judge this by your voice and how good you are at reading the music. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, then you, if it determines if you get it or not. Okay. How many people are in Westman? Um, I think there's about maybe around 45 this year. Oh, wow. That's a nice-sized group. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. You mentioned um, voice lessons. A friend of mine, his niece went to St. Francis, I think, and we saw them do um, Wizard of Oz, and she was the lead, she was Dorothy. She hadn't had any voice lessons before, and uh, the girl that played, uh, what's the the nice witch? Glenda, or is it Glenda? I think that's it, yeah. She had, right, so you could hear, like, there was a bit more refinement in her voice, but my buddy's niece, you could just tell I had pure, raw talent mm-hmm. like as far as volume and control and just quality and tone and everything like that and I asked him like is she taking voice lessons what is she is she planning on pursuing it and he's like nope 
isn't interested in voice lessons or nothing. It says she doesn't need them. And I'm like, do you know who has you know who has vocal coaches? Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin, Celine Dion. Do you know who doesn't? Me. Because I'm not a professional <laughs> singer. They are. So it's like she needs to get over this thing of I don't need voice lessons. It's like it's not about that. It's about, you know, having the talent and refining it. Tiger Woods as a coach. Tiger Woods yeah. as a coach. Roger yeah. Federer as, as a coach. coach. All the greats at anything, in any music, sports, anything, they have coaches. They have guidance. It's like, she needs to get over that. I mean, if she doesn't want to yeah. pursue it as a career, okay. I mean, nobody should mm-hmm. force her or anything like that. It's her choice. I mean, for quite a while, for years, I had a you know, business coach, basically. Yeah, yeah there you go. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know, it's always good to get another perspective. Which I was way more like the, well, I don't even, I thought that was silly poopy, <laughs> poo-poo stuff. Get a coach for, yeah, right. Yeah. Get a life coach. Yeah. Then I had one. <laughs> and it helped, didn't it? Oh, yeah. There you go. It's nice when you yes. somebody else or you have somebody else helping you, you know, yeah. giving you input. Yeah. Other than just, you know, a teacher or somebody that you see every day. Yeah. You know, somebody that you see once a week, you know, or. Right. It does Yeah, work. it's easy to. It's easy to realize you need a coach when you finally realize you don't actually know what you're doing. So, <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so, has, has that crossed your mind about uh, the future at all? Making it a career? Is there something else that you, you're kind of interested in? This is more of a of a hobby. Um, I mean, right now I don't really know. Sure, it's early. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For um, sure. I mean, if it goes somewhere, and then I guess I could probably make it a career. And if it doesn't, I mean, I just keep it as a hobby. Yeah. Nice to have keep your options open. Yeah. What are your non-musical interests? I, I, I like to hunt. I mean, mm, hunting and seasons coming up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we usually go to her uh, our grandparents, and um, I hunt out there. Okay. Um, didn't have much luck yet last year. I only got yeah. well, I saw a four pointer was the biggest thing we saw, so I shot it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. Yeah, right. We saw it. Meet in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get it mounted? Um, what? Did you get uh-huh. it mounted? Uh, no, we didn't. Not yet. Uh-huh. Is, your, is that around here, your grandparents' property? Uh, Posen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that... Where is Posen? Remind me of um, You know where Alpina's at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just northeast or northwest of Alpina. Oh, that's probably okay. a good area, though. Yeah. So that's like over where uh, Megan and Ben are from, Roger City. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's right yeah, by yeah. Roger City. We actually... Yep. I went to Roger City School, so... They did? It's literally 15 minutes. Okay. Right yeah, we got two of our... Project managers are mm-hmm. from Roger City. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I realized. Oh. Yeah, the two, yeah, two of the three project managers are from. <laughs> yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably City, know yeah. them. Oh, it's maybe funny. Ben Breggy. Ben Breggy mm-hmm. and Megan. What was her? Uh, I don't know what her main name was. Megan hmm. something. Ben Breggy. Yeah, I mean Roger City's not that big. So, uh, other outdoor activities as well as hunting. Um, I mean, I used to do a few sports. <laughs> Sorry. I used to do like a few sports, but I kind of like dropped it for singing. Okay. Um, I used to do track. I wasn't that good at it. Okay. Um, then I, I kind of started singing more, and I was like, nah, I would kind of just sing more than sure. running, I guess. Do, would you say that's kind of your passion then is, is singing? Yeah. Okay. Are you always looking for like new stuff? Uh, like, do you listen to a lot of different kinds of music just to see what's, um, yeah, what's I always, out there? I always do that just to see if it's something I could sing. Okay, um, and if it's something maybe I'd be interested in. Okay, now obviously your influences are you know Elvis and Johnny Cash, and are there other influences you have that maybe aren't as obvious? Um, Frank Sinatra. Mm, there you go. Oh, that's one of my personal favorites. Dean Martin. Sure. Those two, definitely. I like their style of music a lot. Yeah. What is it about that kind of music? Because I I got that a lot of people ask me that question because I'm a huge huge Sinatra fan. And one question that comes up is like, well, fifty years ago, man, why are you into that? So for you, what what appeals to you about that kind of? I would thing? say it's just more relaxing and soothing. Mm. It's something I could just sit back and, like, let's say, do something, and um, it's like you know keeps you relaxed and calm. Okay. And I also really like his like singing. Stuff. It's, yeah. It's like it's unique, and um, compared to like singers now, yeah. where their voices they. Uh, they edit it and all that. Yeah. Is this like authentic? Yeah. <laughs> Auto tune is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and it's, um, I actually I recorded a CD with a singer I worked with like 10 years ago. And that was one of the really cool parts of being in the studio and watching how that stuff worked. And um, 
seeing like how the auto tune and how they can it's just nuts it's like nothing you hear is authentic anymore that's crazy it's, it's amazing how you can just tweak just yeah. tweak it yeah. up yeah and it's you're like key just like and you can listen anymore. to it a hundred times with your eyes closed and really really I mean pay attention and you can't tell no I was like that's kind of no. not cool I always like wanted that. just to try one of those just to see yeah. how different it would sound sure just like just to get that like what it would sound like if I did an auto tune I right. mean I don't really want to sing on one of those because I want to use my actual voice. Yeah. But I was like, I wonder what happens if I just tried it to see yeah. what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have, uh, there's some pretty good home programs. Uh, I got what we got on our computer at home with ProLogic. Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one. That's and I'm really good like, completely competent at it. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I use it much. But even just a little bit I did is really amazing what you, you, know, you play with what you can do as far as doing that just tweaking things up yeah. and down and stuff like that I don't know if Audacity has that ability I mean for a free program this thing is really capable I know you can um, adjust the pitches you can okay because um, uh, my voice lesson teacher actually um, we had a song and the pitch was a little higher it was a key higher and when he, I think we were singing in the key of G okay. so he um, brought down the pitch so it was matching the song we were. Oh, and he did that in. And, uh, yeah, on that. Oh, really? Huh. I'm gonna mess with this more. Mm-hmm. I can make us all sound like uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know I did that with um, a song with this on my other make a theater at home. Um, I was messing around with some Elvis songs, and I kind of like sped <laughs> the pitch all the way up. Nice. I, mean, I remember we had a music theory class in high school with uh, Larimer. One of the things we did that made me think of it is that was back when we had the records. Mm. Not our records. I mean, we were sure. mainly into cassette tapes, but you know, still yep. some records. But you were playing backwards, so he did like the, uh, he did part of like the uh, backward masking that they did on some of those, like another okay. Bites of Dust, and uh, yep. Beatles did it on. Um, uh, was it number nine? I think this is the song number nine. Sure. Yeah. And you play backwards, and you hear something really sounds yeah. like. That's saying cool. something, and then when you listen to forward, there's like weird pronunciation things. Like, yeah, oh, you wouldn't, okay. you wouldn't do that. Like, whenever they say another one bites the dust, they don't say dust; they say dust. Oh, and that's how they that that. Yeah, because when you play it backwards, it says decide to smoke marijuana. Huh? Does it really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you can find it online, but oh, yes. yeah, really. And then you think, and then when you listen to it, and then when you listen to it forward, you're like, yeah, they do sing that weird. Another one bites dust. Just the way they pronounce it. I would have thought it would be like for um, addiction. Sure. Um, just to get the at the end um, or things like that so you can hear it better. Uh, I didn't really think of a hidden message really behind it. I mean, maybe it's not, but I think it probably was. It's pretty. Yeah. I, rem- I remember when I listened to it backwards, I'm like, eh, it's probably not an accident. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah, that pretty, would be, pretty well, pretty well enunciated yeah, there in reverse. Interesting coincidence. <laughs> yes, it would. It's funny because in that movie too, they were showing how they got some of the sounds, and in one part of one of the songs, they were physically swinging the speaker back and forth in the recording studio to get. They were trying to split it like between left and right, hmm. and so they had mics set up and would just they play the song and <laughs> just push the speaker and it would go over here, then oh over here. And, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, you mentioned, uh, you know, diction for singing. What kinds of I'm interested to know what kind of uh, like exercises and warm-ups that, that you do before you perform. Um, I know it's like some warm-ups we would actually, like you say a phrase. Okay. Um, I know when at school we do black socks, they never get dirty. The longer you wear them, the blacker they get. Someday I'll probably wash them, but something keeps telling me they don't do it yet. Oh, wow. So you've um, got a lot, of, a lot of hard syllables, is that? To... Yeah, and then um, so you can like tongue twisters sometimes um, just to get the write words out okay. um, and put the emphasis at the end so it's clear what it is. Okay. Um, we work on that a lot. Um, there's some, because I know the director, he always sometimes would get you on. If he put more um, it at the end or n, oh. so you can tell what it sounds like and so it doesn't sound like something else. Oh, that's interesting. So who's, you, who's the director? Um, okay. Eric Wongman. Okay. You know him? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Curious. You know everybody in this town. So. <laughs> no, I'm I don't not think he's he from here. Um, I don't think he's from here. No, I, I don't oh, think he's not. from here. No. Um, he started teaching here at Westwood a while ago. 
because he I know he said he always talks about how he had it back at another school mm. I think that was downstate like Ann Arbor or something I don't know um, somewhere down there I forgot I'd have to ask him again yeah so what kinds of things do you do to protect your voice like in your everyday life like probably not shouting I mean is that something you don't want to like strain on um, I don't really think about that okay it's like when I do lose my voice it kind of comes back really quick okay I've noticed like I can sing for like 30 minutes and it'd be like hard like getting up there and really straining it mm. and then I would lose my voice afterwards and then like probably like 30 minutes later it'll, it'll be fine you're fine yeah and I think you probably noticed that maybe a bit right yeah but I mean it's more water and hot tea and stuff like that I'll make a drink but yeah, he, okay. yeah he'll have a hard time hitting those higher notes okay because he's trying he's trying so hard to hit those notes and then it's yeah. like <laughs> and you find that like yeah. warm liquids kind of help yeah the, okay um, I mean, the vocal, vocal cords are just, I mean, they're controlled by muscles like anything else, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just training mm-hmm. at that point. There is something called throat coat tea. Have you ever heard of it? Okay, so you know what a, a concert rider is? So when pros perform somewhere, they send this thing called a rider ahead of time. And it's all the stuff that they really want. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like, uh, you know, so for some people, it's like, yeah, I want... Light uh, brown leather couch, mm-hmm. two well, cushions. Well, don't give him ideas. Right, and, <laughs> you know, I want... Uh, Mom, 12, here's my rider for yeah, the... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> 12 Evian <laughs> bottles <laughs> in the in the dressing room, and this kind of flowers, and that's yeah, what I'll hear about yeah, some yeah. Yeah. And usually it's the agent. <laughs> it's not necessarily the performer, because there's been some ridiculous ones. But like the one you hear, I think it's Van Halen. That requested to like pull all a certain color of M and M's out. The reason they did that was to make sure that the people actually read the writer. So if they were to come back and be like, uh, "Is this really?" They'd been like, "Thank you for reading the whole thing," hmm. because I guess they ran into a lot of times when you know they wouldn't get what they wanted or something, which is like, "Come on, guys, you're getting paid a lot of money." But that's why they did that. And I think a lot of people cite that as, oh, look, pro, you know, professional band, thinking they can get whatever they want. But it's like, nah, they, they did it to make sure that it was getting read. Um, anyway, um, if you look at a lot of professional singers, that, that is on there, this throat coat tea. I'm like, what? I wonder what the deal is with that. And you can actually get it right around huh. here. And, um, I, you know, I, we got it, and it, it tastes good. I don't know if it... <laughs> it really really works i've never tried it but apparently if a lot of the pro singers always want it then something to it i guess i wonder if it's like throat relaxation okay yeah. it could be mm-hmm. that because i um my voice lesson teacher always says make sure you have a relaxed throat mm. and it gives you better tone good breath support as well okay um it really helps the tone so i wonder if it's just that or like maybe after performance so you don't lose your voice maybe ah okay maybe so that's another thing, uh, breath control. What are some breathing techniques that, that you um, use? I know what he says, my voice lesson teacher says, is honest expansion. Okay. Um, so you make sure you want to make sure you fill all of it up. Don't oh. just, like, okay. fake it, I guess. And don't, like, lift up your shoulders. That I was going to ask you about that, because that's one thing I've heard, is that if you watch pro singers, like, at a concert, if they lift their shoulders, it's for show. They don't need to do it yeah. for, and that's true from what you're saying. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I notice a lot of singers will do it for show. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna hit a big note, shoulders are up, and here you go. But they don't actually need to do that to get, you know. Yeah, I know. I saw like some. I'm watching uh, concerts from Elvis Presley. He will like do a little shoulder okay. things, um, and it's just I can tell it's mostly for show because if you watch in, um, they have some rare recordings of him in like a recording studio. Oh. And he won't do, like, any of that. Ah, there you go. Mm. That makes total sense. Because in the yeah, studio, he's like, I have a voice. I'm concentrating yeah. on the voice. So did you watch a, a bunch? Because you performed at our church pig roast, and I mean, obviously floored everybody. We had a lady come over that, because she knows that's all we do is live music there. So she came over, and she's like, why are you guys playing a recording? Huh. And they're like, turn around. <laughs> and she's like, whoa. And uh, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Did you, like, study videos of Elvis to get kind of the moves and the, and the groove down? Yeah, I kind of um, watched a lot of his ones from the 50s. Mm-hmm. So that's where he did a lot of exotic movements. Okay. Um, I just wonder if it was a whole part of the whole 50s. Oh, like, this music, it's like the sin that I know a lot uh, of them yeah. said that was rock and roll is like a sin. Yeah. Um, like the older generation did. 
you know, but if you watch a lot of it, that's where a lot of the exotic, um, his dance moves were. Um, it's that in like the 60s. Okay. So I kind of look look at that. It's the 70s, it's not, it's um, not as moving as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little like a little shake there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, there's some where he does get a lot of more movements into it. Okay. And is it his earlier stuff is the stuff that you prefer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I noticed that's that's the stuff that you you yeah, saying at the pig it's more impressive. Yeah, you, and it's hard to get. Like, there's some where I'm working on, and it's, I'm trying to get it, but I can't. Mm. Oh, you'll get there. Yeah, it's time. What do you have coming up then? You mentioned the Sunday at uh, the American Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else lined up? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you get performance for the. I imagine you have holiday performances with school or. Um, yeah, we got a oh, yeah. holiday performance coming the up. The Jingle Mingle, is it? Or it's Mix and Mingle. Mix and Mingle. Um, I think it's at, down at the Catholic Church, but where we, what's yeah, the name of it? St. Francis. Yeah, okay. St. Francis. Um, is, that, is that like a Christmas concert? Yeah, that's yeah. usually like the first uh, week, or first week of December they do that. Okay. A couple nights, and I'll sing. I think it's split up this year, because um, the concerts used to be uh, like really long. Mm-hmm. Um, so they split it down to about 45 minutes. Okay. So they split what, the male choirs and the mixed choirs and now they're, and then they get the female choirs there. So it's not like a whole two hour long concert. Oh yeah, sure. But actually I think for the holiday one, they switch it back. Mm-hmm. So where it's combined, but then every other concert's separated. So is the female choir about as big as the, the male choir, about the same size? Um... There's a lot more female choirs oh, okay. than there is. Um, I don't really know all of them, because I just know there's two full male choirs. I think there's at least four full female choirs, or three, one of the two. At the school? At the school. And then there's, um, yeah, there's a, I think, two mixed choirs. Are they separated by age? Um, no, I think it's um, just like skill. Okay. Level, I think, or willing to commit. Man, that's a lot. How many students are at West? That's a lot. Um, I don't know the exact number. I think it's at least about a thousand. Still, I mean, if you figure the percentage of, I, I think if I remember correctly, <sighs> yeah, I saw some, but it's roughly four hundred fifty, five hundred people per class. So, okay, people per class. I think just about something like that. Four hundred people in my graduating. Yeah, in class. your graduating class, so fifteen, sixteen hundred. So it would be sixteen hundred students. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, math minor. Math minor, right? It's the second time today. It's a math minor in college, so. So, um, and you said there, there are two mixed ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's Corral and Corlers. Okay. Corlers just had their musical. They usually do one at the in the fall, and it was called uh, Year in Town. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. I was going to ask about musical theater. Do a lot of people that perform in the the choirs also do musical theater? Yes. They have a special group just there for that. There's a. I think, um, actually, all of like Corlers and I think, and a lot of the upper choirs. There's a lot of people who are in the theater program. Okay. And I believe the there's like a theater three class, which is the really advanced one. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of choir kids in that one. Have you done a musical theater um, production yet? I haven't done that. I just started getting into theater this year. Okay. I just joined a theater class, but they do have a musical um, newsies. Okay. Um, yeah. In March. Okay. And uh, I'll I mean, be. Mass, it's just yesterday, Mandy's like, "Does anybody want to go see Newsies?" Yeah, there's um, the other schools doing it. Oh, as that's well. right. Both of them are doing it yeah, this year, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Sancho's doing it. Uh huh. We had. Oh we had man. Cross town rivalry. Yeah. Oh boy. First it's football. Now it's theater. Now it's theater. <laughs> we beat them at football at least. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's true. We um, even um, had to try to. We announced ours first. Because we knew that they were going to pick it, so we uh, publicly yeah. announced ours first. Yeah, it's um, a marketing strategy. Because oh then you can say, hey, they're just copying us. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, that, it seems like what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but there's, a, there's this uh, fall musical they do there in the fall. Okay. And um, it's probably a little harder, I guess, because of all the school stuff just starting. But ours is in March. Okay. And the auditions are this week, I believe. Cool. You can try it for it? Yeah. Nice. It's a lot of choreography involved. Okay. So, and it's pretty hard. Um, so, I mean, I'd probably just try to get a singing part. Okay. Is, is theater something that interests you as well? I mean, not just the singing aspect of it, but the acting and performing part of it? Um, yeah, a bit. Okay. I mean, that's what I kind of want to try to do as acting as well. 
because that will help with stage presence. Okay. I feel. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And help, I guess, with nerves as well. Yep. Yeah. No, the more time you get on stage, the really more comfortable you'll get. Yeah. And if not, you'll quit wanting to be on stage. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can tell there's some people in that class that are like, eh. no. like they're 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 kind of getting it, and then there's some people they're just there for the credit. Yeah. I mean, you're always nervous, but there's a difference between terrified nervous and excited nervous. Yeah, that's true. I get nervous for him. Sure. Like, when he goes, I'm like, oh, my God. I think I'm just, are you feeling sick? Because I feel sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're I can like, only so imagine. <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's like I have to breathe. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Just gut-wrenching. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then when he sings, you know, you get goosebumps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and it's like great. Certain songs, I'm like, oh, man, you nailed that. You know, yeah. Or there's, or there's times I, you know, I catch he screws it up, and he gets ready, he fix, turns it around. And you don't even know. Like, yeah. I know, but most people wouldn't know. You know, yeah. he just picks right uh, back up and, like, it's no big deal. That's one thing I know our director, he um, he likes when we do, uh, if you mess up, you continue. Oh. Like, he kind of prays really that. He's like, um, it's, even though you mess up and you continue, that's a good thing. You don't want to, like, stop. No. If you continue and you realize your mistake, you pick up where you're supposed to be, then it's it's good. Uh, yeah, most of the time, 90% of the people, they're not going to know. They're not going to know. No. Yeah. No, no idea. I um, think it's just part of it. You'd be like, yeah. holy cow, that was like mm-hmm. terrible, but most people. No, most people in the audience are just on their phones and no, they're not. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, do you ever hear Prince's advice on messing up? He said, whenever he messes up, he does it again. Because that way it looks intentional. <laughs> oh, oh man. He's in the middle that's of a solo. That's what Terry is. The difference between apprentice and a journeyman is journeyman makes his mistakes look like they were on purpose. So. <laughs> that's it yeah. right there. Yeah, it's, Prince, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. Same Prince. Middle of a solo, right. like finger slips, or you hit a wrong chord, do it again. Like, oh, that's know. a really interesting choice. There's, there's, one, yeah, there's one really obvious one. It's in the Led Zeppelin song. Um, is it? On the keyboard. Jump Paul generally really, and once you hear it, you can't unhear it. He, oh, I didn't he know flubs that. A, it's, in a, it's in a keyboard run, and he flubs it pretty bad. Really? <laughs> like, hits two, two notes yeah. instead of one, and minor second or something. Uh-huh. Like, oh. There's, like, um, when I was listening to... Um, it's like the 50th anniversary of the 68 comeback, mm-hmm. um, which is like a very popular thing that he did. Um, We're talking Elvis? Yeah, I'm talking okay. Elvis, sorry. Um, and uh, there's like one music thing. You can hear a flute. I don't really like the flute. It just sounds really out of place because it's louder than all of them. I'm just like, that flute just sounds really <laughs> weird. I don't, I don't understand like if, if it's a recording because it sounds like it is. But it's just, yeah, it's just they're playing a little too loud. Yeah. And it just sounds really off. And mm. I was like, no. And then you can hear, like, a little mistake here and there. And I was like, oh, that's that. But it doesn't sound right at all. Yeah, funny <laughs> how stuff slips through, especially on live stuff. But, right. like, in the recording scene. In the recording, that's all my love. That's a song, All My Love. All My Love? Okay. I'll have to find that. Oh, you listen. Once you, if you listen to that song, you'll hear it. That's what's going to ruin the song for me. Huh? Yeah, well. Okay. I don't know, maybe, um, maybe not, but... <laughs> but it's, like, you know, a stereotypical, like, intro? Mm-hmm. Um, like, where it, like, da-da, and then it, like, hits a really high note at the end. Mm-hmm. I, I can hear, like, each instrument, and there's, like, a trumpet. I can hear one specific really? trumpet that, um, it hits the note, and it goes down, and it goes back up. Ah. And it's, like, it's, it's a little... vibrato. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the trumpet player said. Oh, <laughs> I did it twice, right? It's I meant to do it. So is there any place, um, like, uh, online that people could go to <coughs> hear performances or recordings? Of mine? Yeah. Um, that you're aware of? I usually sometimes, on Thursdays, I will go live on my Facebook. Oh, really? Um, and I'll sing a few songs, um, usually sometimes for 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll post it and I'll stay there. Okay. And uh, I went live on hers as well. Okay. Um, I did create a Instagram, but I haven't really posted much on it yet. Okay. Um, I just it's because the Instagram it's um they only let you post like a certain length of a video. Okay. Like yeah. a thirty it's seconds like, or something. It's like a minute. A minute? Oh, oh yeah. thirty oh, seconds on the story. Yeah. Really short. Then. So okay. I was like, yeah, Facebook it lets me post my like whatever you want. Right? Yeah, yeah, like a huge length thing. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it on Facebook because they actually let me post a full thing. Okay. Yeah, because I do want to throw it at the end of this. I do want to uh, get a recording. And so mm-hmm. when we publish it, people can 
if that's okay with you, people can hear yeah. hear something mm-hmm. that you've done. I definitely want to want to do that. So yeah, we'll have, to, have to maybe go on Facebook or something and find it, and I'll have to figure out how to. Oh pull, pull boy! Pull it through a workable format so I can. Is there like a setting you can set on Facebook to just open? Well, it's public, so you should be able to. Google's a wonderful thing. Just, yeah. <laughs> just search yeah. for it. Just search for it. Yeah. YouTube, how to do it? Yeah, yeah, there you exactly. Go. Yeah, people are always like, "How do you how do you know so much about computers?" It's like I don't. <laughs> and just take your question, put it into Google, and whatever it tells you to do. Just <laughs> use the computer to understand the computer. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so. Well, thanks, guys, for coming by. I really appreciate it. We're at yeah. about an hour now. Cool. It was awesome. Normally, we have another guy here, but he's on the road traveling. Right. Um, that's a shame, because he's arguably more musical than... Arguably. Uh, us put uh, together. Maybe. Arguably. Maybe. Put together? <laughs> Maybe. No uh, way. No. Okay. no way. So, yeah, he would. I think he would have really en- enjoyed and had some good questions. So He was Travis. That's the guy we were talking about. Let's play. He's played guitar, been in bands for... Man, I'm just kidding. This is like musical knowledge. Like I can play a little guitar, but no, like is. no, but not only is he technically amazing, but he really understands like the the um, the theory. The theory. Huh. Yeah. Really understands the theory very well. Like he starts talking, and my eyes just kind of glaze over. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, I did this in the fringe. I reflect scale, on my I time as a math minor in college. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thanks guys so much for yeah, coming by. I appreciate. I uh, definitely want to get you guys more exposure. Yeah, thanks.
Christmas of white love, By the land. 